Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Grace Atwood. And I'm Becca Freeman. And today we have a guest. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Who are you? I'm Jared Freed. Welcome. I feel like I'm one of the hosts of the show now. <laughs> you are. I introduce you are. myself, and I'm Jared Freed. Welcome to Bad on Paper. What, what a, good to see you. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. So we're going to let Jared tell you more about who he is and what he does, but Jared is a prolific internet person. If you follow us, you <laughs> An prob- internet person? Yeah. You're a podcast. Like You've so- got two yeah. podcasts. This guy comments on all <laughs> Yahoo News items. Uh, he's a uh, bro guy- 666. <laughs> he's the guy giving you advice on all those Yahoo medical Yeah, that's, that's me. I, I have all the questions to your, what's this bump? <laughs> And I just answer, and it's my fun thing that I do. It's my art project. Guys, today's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. We're so excited to have Jared here. Um, he has two podcasts. He's How embarrassing on- is that? <laughs> no, I it's have awesome. Two, you, know how embar- you know how hard it is to say to people, I have two podcasts? You know how... People, how many people the, the eyes roll back into the back of their head? Like, hey, yeah, what do you do? Well, I got two pocket. Uh, get away! This You're guy really can't shut to up. The wrong audience. I here. know, yeah. but it's two podcasts. I, I, it's just you have to understand. Saying you have two podcasts is just I, I could see, in the in the world where like everyone has a podcast, like how exhausting oh, that comes off as having two. That's the problem. Yeah, having a podcast, oh. I get it, but like, no, I, I had more to say. And J Train is twice a week. Too. Twice a week. So you have Thanks. three. <laughs> Sorry. And I will I I listen to them all. So Thank you. that's also embarrassing. I, don't be embarrassed of that. I don't want people to be embarrassed of that. But I, I say it because it's like it's kind of like someone being like, Yeah, I'm gluten free and I'm a vegan. It's like, <laughs> oh, you couldn't have just done one. You couldn't have just like gotten it out of your system. You know, you couldn't have been annoying once. Now you're gonna be annoying twice, you know. It's like, where are we even gonna go to dinner? And it's like, that's a lot of times people are like, where are we going to take you? You don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it's, uh, and then I have a, I actually have a third podcast that no. I do for Patreon every oh, Sunday. yeah, yeah. And it's uh, just me ranting as I, you know, <laughs> I'm obviously I can do, but uh, yeah. And that's for people who pay. So if you haven't had enough, you can get the third you can one. Pay for more. And pay you do comedy more. shows oh. like every night. I do stand up every night. That's that's my that's the main. That's your thing. real job. That's I mean it's all comedy. Do being a comedian now is a bunch of jobs that make up one one yeah. name. So yeah. just like you know, you guys, you have a, you know full careers, and people ask you guys, I'm sure what you do, and if they're of a certain age, they're like. <laughs> What? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like, parents have no idea. Yeah, consulting, yeah. and I got a podcast, and yeah. you know, you're like a lifestyle brand at this point, you know, right? Is yeah, it like, it's like people don't understand. How could they, they ever understand? Yeah, and they're like, wait, so you don't have a job? And I'm like, no, I, I do. I work a lot. That was the thing I felt bad for the most for my mom. Like when I started doing, I used to sell life insurance and annuities, and that to my mom, like the hardest thing, you know, when I left to do stand up and do comedy. I knew, like, hearing my mom tell people what I do for a living now is like nails on a chalkboard to me. She's like, he's writer, funny, you know. And I'm like, just just say comedian. Just say comedian. And then you see people that she tells and their, their face, it's almost like she's like, yeah, he's a fart. And they're like, why would you say fart? Why would you say that to me? Why their day is ruined? Because I think with jokes about your mom, not really. I haven't. My mom wants me to, and I have jokes that I've tried about my mom. Um, I just, I, I feel like she's almost like 
too funny to talk about it almost like i like sometimes when people talk about their parents on stage you're like you don't want to act like she's different than any other parent like everyone after every show someone comes up to me and goes you should see our family and you're like yeah every family has its quirks and craziness and all that stuff so i don't know it's 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 been tough for me to talk about that but i i did feel for her cuz I, I think like you know with any mom they want to just with their friends they want to say the job and and let everyone know they they did okay as a mom. So if you say doctor, lawyer, finance, yeah. everyone in the group goes, put it away. We'll move on. But the minute you the mom goes, well, he's a comedy writer. He's got podcasts. They're like, and then there's this tense moment of like, <laughs> did you fuck up? <laughs> did you mess up a kid? And it's like I feel for her because I do understand it. I empathize yeah. with it. I relate to that so 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 hard, right? And especially nowadays, Our has a blog. Yeah, we don't and, really know what that is, but and nowadays jobs are not what they used to be. Like yeah. it's not to say that every, not just comedy. Like oh, they work, they have a blog, or they work at Betches. Like I can't imagine what those girls deal yeah. with. Yeah. Or they, or they, you know, oh, they, you know, he has an app that he's creating on the side while also working on this music thing. and it's like oh i feel for that generation yeah. because they are judging each other in a way that isn't fair based on shit they don't know yeah, like they yeah. just all of our jobs are weird to them yeah that's really Wait, true so you cut us off in the middle of us oh, i'm sorry i'm no, sorry, we're trying sorry. To hype yeah, we're trying i'm a to big cutoff guy as the commenters will tell you oh, i'm oh. sorry I, and i don't mean that as anything they some people are like he's being so rude i'm like no if i was being rude someone would look at me and go shut the fuck up I'm trying to talk. They always say Becca cuts me off. So okay, <laughs> and Becca is mean to me. No, it's a, you know <laughs> they say that you're bored the whole time. Oh yeah, they said that I sound like a bored teenager. So we get it too. <laughs> well, I you know people I I, I I like feedback. I like thoughtful feedback, and I um, when people are saying you're cutting off, I, I do the U Up podcast, which I'll, some people know is uh, I cut off Jordana. I'm like it's not because I. You know, don't respect her opinion. Sure. I want to get to it, but I'm like, I got this thing, yeah. and you know, it's also like you know, come and uh, you try to get better. That's not to say I'm not trying to get better. Like it's um, as I'm still cutting you off. I, uh, <laughs> I yeah, but, but I'm aware. I'm yeah. aware that I need to get better. But it's also like the stand up in me where it's like you're on there alone. Fill the airways. Yeah, yeah. Fill yeah. it. Fill it. Fill it. Yeah. So, but I appreciate. No, it. I was just gonna say. Uh, Jared also does super hilarious bachelor recaps. Oh my god, they're amazing! So, thank you. I that started because I was sick one night and I couldn't do shows, and I'm on the couch, and my brother and I used to live together. We're both sitting there shirtless on the couch, two like <laughs> you know beefy straight dudes, and just sitting there watching the Bachelor. And I kept yelling at him things. I was like, "What the fuck?" And, I, and then like I open up my computer, I start tweeting. I have a little bit of a, you know at the time a little bit of a following. And I had seen the show, and I, I always had interests in shows. Real, yeah. I love reality TV. I don't like scripted TV that much, um, except for like I like sitcoms. Like I like sitcoms. Yeah, okay. But like when someone's like, "Go watch Game of Thrones," I'm like, "That's like telling me to read the dictionary." I um, so like <laughs> that's my favorite. Show. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can have yeah. your thing. I yeah. can have my thing. We can all like yeah. be okay. So I um, <laughs> I started tweeting, and the tweets started doing really well. And there was it seemingly was an opinion that not a lot of people were hearing. Like just like this like kind of just dude yeah. talking about and and also like I don't I don't really you know I do care about the show I do think it's a great show okay. and anyone who would disagree with that is just uh, is personally um, not happy with themselves 
I, I have this very big theory on The Bachelor where the people that are the most against it are the most self-conscious. Oh, interesting. Because I, anytime someone says they hate The Bachelor, they have to do it in this way that's like very attacking. Yeah. Like they can't just go, that's eh, not for me. They have to go, oh. that show is the worst and the entire, I don't watch it. And you're like, <laughs> okay, you can change the channel. You don't have... I don't watch it. It's okay. It's, but to hate The Bachelor, I think it's the best yeah. produced show on TV. Okay. As far as like storytelling is concerned, they take they make more out of nothing than mm-hmm. any yeah. show on TV. It's all writing. It's all writing. It's yeah. all production. And also, if you look at the show as a wide, if you take a step back from it, it's ridiculous. 30 women try to get one dude. Oh, it's sad sure. and ridiculous. Yeah. 30 men try to get one woman. It's sad and ridiculous. But if you look at it scene by scene... There and dating, as my podcasts and things I talk about a lot would tell you, is interesting to me. The small moments are interesting to me. Yeah. The this season, there's a woman named there's Hannah B and there's Kaylin, and they're both former Miss America pageant yeah. girls, and it just seems like two different types of pageant girls. Yeah. And I think that's interesting yeah. if you boil it down to that. So to you know, I said at the I was at the comedy cellar, and I'm I'm watching it on my computer while doing a show at the cellar. <laughs> And that like, is epic multitasking. Yeah, and all the guys that are like going downstairs, like miserable comics, are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm live tweeting The Bachelor." Um, and they're like, "That's like one of the comics was kind of like, that's off." I go, "It's the best show on TV." And he was like, he couldn't joke about it. Like he was like, "It's not the best show on TV." Like he was like mad that I would even <laughs> present such a hypothesis. Um, but so I do. Lo- I, I I think I, I like doing The Bachelor live tweets. And the whatever I put them on Instagram, I put them on Twitter. But it is, I do enjoy it. It's like my mini art project. I, I like it's it a lot. It's your mini art project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It does feel yeah. like that to me because it's not like I'm making money off of it. Or mm-hmm. I do enjoy doing it. I've tried to reach out to bachelor producers and bachelor people to like get involved with them. Do I would love to do an after show. I, like I would love to do yeah. like the Sports Center for the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do. But, um, those are all things that I would like. Like, you know, when you say, like, what do you do? You podcast, whatever. It's a lot of jobs to make up one job. If yeah. I can be, my, when I left my job, I was like, I just want to be funny. For my, I want to be able to live off of being funny. Yeah. And it's like, if, if the Bachelor show came along where they're like, yeah, you're going to be the after show guy, like Walking Dead for the Bachelor. I'd be like, dream come true. Awesome. That's so much dream. fun. Yeah. Of course, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's going to, what I've noticed from we doing this. We need to get this, a petition to get you to the right? show. So is that how you're going to, like, know that you've made it? No, I, 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 no. <laughs> I'm making it right now. Like, what's I, your I, weird barometer for success? Like I, the thing that you're living off of being about. funny. Okay. That's all that I mean. I've kind of uh, you. You know, when you start something, you have these dreams of grandeur. You mm-hmm. have these like huge ideas of what it's going to be, and I think those are okay. I'm not a motivational person. I'm not like a person to give you speeches. But I, I mean, for me, what's worked for me is like. What are the? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Are you always working? Are you always? Yeah, are you living, you know, like, I think, I don't know this comic, but I heard from another friend um, something that Kyle Kinane said, who I'm a fan of. I don't know him, but he, I think I heard that he said, stand-up is the prize. You don't deserve to do stand-up comedy. They, no one deserves to be on stage. The ability to be able to do it is, like, the, that's the great part. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, stand-up is very hard to be a touring 
self-sufficient stand-up comedian. There's, and there's very few that make it just off of being a stand-up. Yeah. yeah. So they have other things. They were the thing yeah. on that show or they were the mm-hmm. thing on that. Yeah. And um, the route that I've taken where, you know, I'm doing podcasts and producing my own stuff, The Bachelor. How many people come up to me at shows and go, I love your Bachelor tweets? And I'm like, that got you here. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that was... Yeah. Uh, it's and it's like that, all getting them in the funnel to get them to your shows. Totally. So we were talking before we started... marketing speaker. Right? Yeah, I know. But we were talking about having an app. I used to have a real job. <laughs> Remember we were talking you about like... You have a real job. I know, This I is do. the real job. It's a real job. Talking about over coffee about yeah. Bachelor yeah. tweets. Yeah. I But I we were talking before about like, you know, someone suggested to me that I should have an app. Yeah. And how I was like exhausted by that idea. But the, you know... Every, you are kind of creating your own app where yeah. you're like, I, oh, if someone was like, who's that guy you follow? Oh, he does this. He does mm-hmm. that. He does this. He does dudes watching rom-coms. I do that every now and again oh, on my I Instagram. That. <laughs> so that's I'm, my I, favorite when you We're going to do, do a live one, I think. Um, but we're working on that now. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's cool that people connect with anything I do. Like, in this world of so much stuff out there, yeah. I'm just excited to be doing it. So it's like there's no, like, you know, can I have a family and kids – and still be a comedian, that's enough for me. Like, I, I mean, yeah. you know, I hope I hope for other things. Like, I'd like to do... Like, there's this idea of, like, everyone does a late night. Like, mm-hmm. um, a set on Fallon, or a set on Colbert, and mm-hmm. um, or a set on James Corden, or one of the shows. I'd love to do that. But right. that's not... If I'm not spending my time do, going towards that. I was yeah. just asking, like, I feel like we have a weird benchmark for success that would be totally meaningless to anyone else like i want dunkin donuts to sponsor our podcast okay yeah yeah. oh i get that sure episode but like i feel like everyone has their own weird benchmark of success where it would be i have one no for that i have one okay i i love the show this is (laughs) i hope that this goes viral (laughs) (laughs) somebody let dunkin donuts know but also let I love the show College Game Day. Okay. And it's on every Saturday on ESPN. I think next to The Bachelor, it's one of the best shows on TV. It's the most and I tried at a certain point they were looking for different segments and stuff mm-hmm. to be pitched and we pitched them a whole thing where I was going to be the the lifestyle guy on College Game Day and I was like this is the job that I've dreamt of my whole life. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go tour tailgates. I wanted to show what the college kids kids were doing, the alumni were doing. What was it like to be at a tailgate at the cuz they go to different yeah. games every week, mm-hmm. but then every week they have a celebrity picker who picks games with Lee Corso. Okay. Okay, and Lee Corso is like this older and that's guy. The guy with that. He puts the helmet, he puts yeah. the, the mascot on his head. And they bring up a celebrity picker, and I want to pick, because I went to Penn State. When they go to Penn State, I want to be get to the level okay. where I could be this. This is my Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. The celebrity picker, and I would go, and they would be there in a whiteout game where everyone wears all white. I would go in a full white suit, <laughs> okay? Full white suit, and I would pick games. And then when they got to the Penn State one, when they picked the big game, which yeah. would be Penn State, okay. I have a plan of what I would do to pick the game. Don't tell people. I'm not going to reveal it yeah. now, but I... Yeah, we can't share I, it. That's my dream. That is okay. when I'll be like, wow, like I'll, ne- I'll, I'll shed a tear for that okay. moment. Yeah. I can 100% tell you that we do not have the audience to help well, you with that. Yeah. <laughs> we Maybe, don't. well, I used to think that when I was pitching you know, game day, it turns out like 
There was a girl whose husband works on the show who was on my teen tour. Like, oh. you never know. Oh, you really what? never know. Put it out there. What is yeah. it, the secret, right? Yeah. 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 Say, and it shall be told. You know? Manifesting. So, yeah, no, I'm yeah. manifesting. So I'm also secreting. I I'm want rubbing to, my crystals right now. I want to pitch feeding with Netflix. I, like, the only thing I want is to create concepts for bad holiday movies. Oh, my God. You'd oh. be so good at it. Well, there that exists. You know that. How do I get into that? So, Lifetime, there are people that, like, Exclusive. We could talk later about this, okay. but they exclusively write lifetime movies because that is all I want. They 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 have a formula. If you watch those movies, yeah, it's yeah. like you know, small town guy moves into the small or a woman moves back to their small town. And learns the meaning of Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. Cities are bad. Cities are bad. Bakery. There's one hot dude that's yeah. magically single and widowed. Thank God. Yeah, he's yep. definitely you know, widowed. Like, didn't never broken up with anyone. <laughs> yeah. Wife died, so he's committed but never yep. broken up. And then they get together, you know, like a blue collar job. And a heart sure, of yeah. No money is never thought of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We get whatever. We have this nice home. We'll live here forever. Yeah. No one's ever bored. No one ever looks at their phone. Nope. No one's ever followed a big ass girl on Instagram. <laughs> never happens in a lifetime movie. Never have to deal with it. Just like real life. <laughs> you know, like, you never seen a Lifetime movie. Who are you liking on Instagram? And the guy who's got a flannel shirt that looks like the brawny man is like, I, we went to high school together. I'm just trying to support. She's trying to make it in the ass industry. <laughs> you know, like, that never happens on a Lifetime movie. That doesn't seem very Lifetime. That's more no. like MTV. Totally. That's what, I want to see the Lifetime movie that sneaks up on people. <laughs> you know, like, where it's like, it starts at has all like get out of lifetime movies? yes it starts out like just perfectly and then like at, at, like the one that, that calms you you're in a warm blanket and this woman's like i love the you know the, the, the tree stump and then the tree stump ends up being like, <laughs> like i don't know the tree stump is i was gonna say the notebook but that, that was the only name i could go up with but like oh and then like then she catches them on a phone and then they just end up divorced and they're like what happened you were like, this is such the, a downer. Yeah, all these yeah. stressed women that expected this like nice ending on a Lifetime movie are just like sitting around the house being like, I hate men! You know, like... <laughs> so, oh but but I, you know, you can... I want that. There are people that like exclusively write... Like, like I have a friend who's a writer, or a writer, she was out in LA and like, that's what they were doing. Uh, that's awesome. That's what I, I want to do. I'll connect you. I can... I can I can so get we, you involved. So we, we got really off track introducing you. Jared's great. Story of my life. I appreciate you guys having me. But we do something every week. We do highs and lows. Okay. And we each share the best part and the worst part of our week. Oh. I'm yeah. going to be a thousand percent honest. First of all, I'm having a neutral week. Second neutral of, week. Neutral week. Second of all, we recorded the last episode of this podcast two days ago. Okay. Yeah. So not much has happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like we're really depending on you to have uh, a Listen, I, 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 uh, so highs and lows of the week. I had one thought of, and now it's like slipping out of my head. High of the week. Um, I, I just, I, the low of the week was, um, I have to lose weight. I have to lose 20 pounds and I'm not eating. Why do you have to? Yeah, I why? have to. I don't feel like good in my you're clothes. The pressure on yourself. Yeah, it's not like okay. I have like, you know, like my you don't my mom. Model <laughs> yeah, I'm not preparing for SI. Um, <laughs> it's um it's um I just want to feel better in clothing okay. and I yeah. saw a picture you you know you see one picture of yourself you're like that's not me. Yeah. Yeah. And then um you have the new year's feeling. I have the New Year's feeling, but then I put it off again. Like, um, I I have my my nighttime eating. In my whole life, I've been sneaking downstairs to the you know the pantry and eating mm. after. Like, and I do believe I have this belief in me, and like I don't need 
Someone, some fit, someone told me I was hungry the other day and some fitness person was like, yeah, just drink water. I'm like, yeah, you don't fucking get it. You know, like drink water. Oh, delicious water. Like, I'm going to like yeah. turn around and be like, oh, I'm so satisfied. I, I don't need that fucking popcorn anymore. So I, I, <laughs> I, um, my nighttime eating is like my number one issue. I, I love eating at night. It makes me feel good. I ha- I'm happy when I'm doing it, sitting there mindlessly eating at night while watching TV. So now I'm not eating from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. How's it going? I'm on day three. That sounds pathetic. But no, I'm celebrating oh, I day three. three days of dry January, so you're preaching to the choir. Okay. I did no dry January one. last year, and I that helped too. me out a lot. Yeah. But my problem isn't as much drinking as it is when I drink, I eat. So yeah. I got, and I see people that are drinkers and I, I watch oh. people with, with like, with that live horribly with good bodies. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay. those are my most, those are the people I, I watch the most, people. hate them, but they yeah. do things. They have to have a habit that I don't like yeah. when I was talking to my buddy, what's the secret? They don't fucking get like done drinking. Metabolism. And oh. I think it's, they don't get, I'm doing things that they're, I don't believe that it's just metabolism. Okay. I think it's, I think these are all like, weight stuff is all trained things that you have to like train yourself out of. And I do believe that my buddy, Aaron, he looks great. He's like, I'm drinking tonight. And I go, do you eat when you drink? And he's like, no, he's like, I'll pass out. I'd rather keep drinking and then pass out. And then I'll wake up and have a huge breakfast. Oh, but then you feel so terrible the next day. Yeah, I don't, really I'd rather feel terrible eat. than in that moment that feel terrible for the week. Okay. So okay. I like Sunday night, I had some wine I was drinking and I did shows. And then I was like, this is the moment where I break. Mm-hmm. And I saw the moment. And then I like went home, didn't, didn't eat. And then I've been good Monday and Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday. And I'm like, that's, but the low is, be is at eight o'clock when I finish that meal. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's, it's over till yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Kitchen's closed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the low. The high is waking up and feeling pretty good. Yeah. Like, awesome. I do feel good in the morning, even after three days. Yeah. Um, now, are you still drinking after eight? I, not or? since Sunday, but like, I, I'm going to drink. That's a reality of my yeah. life. Um, but I know, like, I have a feeling like this weekend I'm going, I'm taking a little vacation. Like, I'm going to drink, but I'm, I'm like, I'm staying. 8 p.m., yeah. I'm done. Okay. I think I'll feel, I yeah. have, this is like my theory. I just want to see what a week does. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe 14 days is a habit. So, as, they, as I've read. Yeah. I thought it was like 20 something days. I read 14. Maybe it's 20 something. I don't know. I'll yeah. believe it's 14 for sure. my own. Sure. <laughs> you know, I'll, yeah. my, my own placebo. We're not yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll, but I, I think if I can get to 14 days of not doing it, then okay. it'll be like, yeah, you don't need this in your life. Like, I, yeah. I don't wake up starving. No, it's not about, like, it's a mind you're hungry, thing. It's like you're not yeah. satisfied. Yeah. And I'm yeah. drinking yeah. a ton of water and shit like that. So, and I talk about weight stuff all the time on stage. And, like, to the point where my parents, like, they had a friend come to my show in San Francisco. And they were like, she loved the show. And I'm like, they were, like, surprised. <laughs> like, they, my parents are really way too nice to me with this stuff. So, like, Aww. it's not to say they're not, my mom... Big fan. My dad, he's okay with it. So <laughs> he, no, but they've been very supportive since day one, which That's I, so great. very nice of them. Um, I can't imagine doing it for my kid. Like I, they're, they're better than I would have been. Yeah. So, um, they're fr- my mom's friend of like hundred years comes to my show in San Francisco. And then she was like, my mom was telling me her report. Yeah. And I was like, did she like it? You know, like they've seen the act, they know what I'm doing. And she was like, she couldn't believe how much she connected with the weight stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like, yeah, I have the the the, the mental six year old woman. Yeah, and, yeah. and she's like, and, and she goes, my mom was like, and it was a lot of weight stuff. She said, and I go, yeah, I do. Like, I probably could go for, I could probably do forty five minutes on eating and body issues and all that stuff. And people don't expect it from me because, like, I know to a lot of people, like. You're a fine looking guy. You don't, you know, this isn't a problem for you. Yeah, I don't look you. at you and say, oh, he needs to lose weight. Wait. I appreciate that. But to other people, that's the thing. I, I tweeted this out the other day. I was like, I'm not fat, but I'm not skinny. I commented. <laughs> I was like, LOL, same. Yeah. So <laughs> someone is like a minute away from making a comment to me to like ruin my life. Wait, I have a question. So sure. you do a stand up show that's sure. like not just like at the comedy cellar where you're part of the lineup, mm-hmm. but like it's like you're the headliner. Yeah. What's your demographic? Is it like more women or more men or now, balanced? Now it's more women. Okay. Now because of you up and okay. the people that listen to that show and the people that like my Instagram, my Instagram's eighty three percent women. Um, so is mine. Yeah. yeah. So this I is don't the- know why I have seventeen percent men. I post nothing for men, <laughs> but like it's like very like buttoned up sweaters and like, yeah. But well, you you yeah. know you probably have uh, male fans that are you know into that stuff. You know yes. like a lifestyle sweaters and books and beauty products. If I was a man, I would listen to I would follow more people like you. Okay, because like be aware, be yeah. aware of what's going on, be aware of what women are talking about. Like I I think that's that's really true. Yeah, like I I'm ultra aware of that i don't think i you have to be where i am on the on the spectrum of it but like i i do think like i have a lot of guys that write in for dating advice and i'm like well what are you talking about you know like on these dating apps like can you can you have a conversation without sounding like an asshole about things that maybe the women that you're the type of women you're attracted to are into you know, yeah. that's not a, you know, it's a, it's the same thing as a woman being like, well, what's, what's going on in the Super Bowl this weekend that doesn't like sports? Right. You know, yeah. like you're aware it's going on, like yeah. to just sit there and hate everything that women like, <laughs> you know, like you sound yeah. like an asshole, you yeah. know? So I, but I do have the, the men that have stayed with me cause I used to write a total frat move and bro mm-hmm. Bible. And like, I think my misconception of who would like the things that I do was that it was going to be a lot of dudes. And, you know, I, even when I went to dude sites, it wasn't, they weren't as into it as the women were. The yeah. women are a lot more thoughtful, great feedback. And I enjoy them as fans. I enjoy them as well, people at shows. Because you're like verbalizing how the other side thinks. Sure. Yeah, it's like having like a like a secret agent that's like telling you like what men <laughs> I've are turned thinking. on my own. I yeah. feel like yeah. I'm like so much better at dating because of your podcast. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I think the podcast is also meant, you know, um, we're going to get to a certain subject, but I think it's meant... So also the U.S. podcast is every Wednesday and we give dating advice and I'm the guy and Jordana for, uh, Abraham from at batches the, is the female. And we just talk about dating stuff. That's, I think it's hard to have these conversations because you, you don't want to disappoint someone that, you know, Yeah. a lot of the things that I'm saying are just realities. Yeah. That's not to say they can't be different in 10 years, Yeah. but the way I think about dating and the way I've talked with my friends about dating and the way I've talked about like, you know, the lust and love section of that and Mm -hmm. how those intersect. Um, I think it is refreshing for a lot of women to hear because it's like, you can get bullshitted all day. Yeah. It's like yeah. a lot of women just want to hear like, okay, what's the fucking truth? Yeah, Stop exactly. It. Did you want to just fuck? Were you like, there is, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of guys out there that would fuck you, but wouldn't marry you. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's, or fuck you and not date you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that doesn't sound right to say that's tough to say to someone that you want to do that with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like a lot of girls wow. are like, well, why doesn't he, why didn't he just tell me he wanted to fuck? When's he supposed to say that? <laughs> 
When do you want to hear the that information? Conversation yeah, about, like before the appetizer yeah. comes. Yeah, after like, he comes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks so much. I had to get that out of my system. You were really hot, but I would never marry you. Like what? You know, and we have to admit to what the other side wants, and also like the technology that's in our hands. And you know, I do think a lot of these apps are made for men. I think we have to admit totally, to that. Totally. Yeah. Like everyone's I, like Bumble is the feminist app. I'm like, no, it's not. It's yeah. encouraging men to be lazy. Absolutely. I've I've said that about the like not to hate on Bumble, like listen, I think anything that gets you out of your space is a and good meeting thing. New that, people, meeting new people, yeah. that's great. Um but also realize that the le- you know, we have to level these things. A lot of people are taking Bumble and being like, well, that's the same as going to a bar and meeting in a bar. No, no. it's not. Nothing it's like not, that. It's nothing like that. It's, to me, Bumble is to, uh, you own two thoughts in a woman's head. Never have I been able in my life to own two thoughts in a woman's head about what they think about me. Wait. One, you think I'm attractive enough to match with. Mm-hmm. I own that thought. Two, you think I'm attractive enough to say hi to me. That's a second thought that I now own in your head. Mm-hmm. For all men, that's made us lazier. That's, that plays to what... And it feeds ego. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really need that to begin with. <laughs> so with these apps, when people are like, well, he keeps talking to me on the app. He keeps talking to me. It's like, yeah, he's keeping you around to build trust to maybe meet up late night one time. Fine. Yeah. But you got to play the game too. Mm-hmm. Like we can't sit there the and go... The girls are just as bad. Like, well... No, I, I feel like my problem with the apps is that it's exhausting. Yeah. It's, it's very so exhausting. It's so much effort. It's a lot of effort, and it's also like you don't know. I always wanted to pitch. Um, I tried pitching a dating show where we would do experiments okay. based on theories oh. that I had. Yeah. Okay. So one of the theories is that dating apps suck because you don't know why the person is on the date with you. You could be on a date with someone for a million different reasons. Oh, interesting. Like yeah. you, you could be sitting there being like, I, because you know when you swipe someone or you like someone on an app, yeah. you do have in your mind where you place them. Like, and, and yep. it's, as weird as that sounds, and yeah. I, that's the whole point of the podcast that I do, and this podcast too is to say things that may be uncomfortable to say to friends to admit to. Yeah. Yeah. And I will admit, when I swipe or like or whatever on a dating app, in my mind I'm like, fuck, this is someone I want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Like this is yeah. this is my monkey brain. Yeah. And then there's other people I'm like. I see how this person would fit my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds with just on a profile. Right. Yeah. And th- th- you know, we give profile dating app makeovers at our live shows. Mm-hmm. And I say a lot of things about like that type of thing. Like we had a girl that came up in our Philly show and I was like, and I said, I don't mean this. It's whatever, but it looks like a thumbnail on a Brazzers page. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't say, and I, I wish I had said it as clearly as that, but yeah. it was something like that. And, um, she was cool with it, like, you yeah. know, because it's a live show and it was fun, and, and yeah. we're, we're, and I'm just trying to help her get better. Right. But you do look at that and, you, and you're like, oh, that, she was like, I look hot, which she does. Right. But then yeah. it's like, yeah, but in my mind, I've placed you in a bucket that's maybe not fair to you, but that's, you know, life isn't fair. Yeah. You know, like, this is, this is, admit to the reality. So, yeah. you know, it's, so yeah. when you're sitting on a date with someone, it's like, are they here because they're like, lustful for me are they here because they haven't been out in two months are they here yeah. because they, they just broke up with someone and like just want to get out of the yeah. house yeah. yeah yeah and it's like i always thought it'd be funny to like hook people up to a lie detector test while they're on the date 
and just read <laughs> oh the God. signals while yeah. they're on a date. And I would absolutely watch that show. Right? Yeah. It would be horrifying to have your thoughts broadcasted oh as the God. person on that date. Totally. But yeah. it's like, wouldn't you love it as a woman if you could have like speed date? And every speed dater sat in a chair that was a lie detector test, and you could see behind them yeah. lie or no. Yeah. Do you want a girlfriend? Like, and also, a lot of these questions are tough to answer. Like, a lot of girls are like, "Well, are you ready?" And it's like, I don't really generally believe in that. I do believe in being tired of it and just being like, "Well, this is the next one that came along, so I'm going to love settle." <laughs> um, I think that happens more than ready. That happens. Sure. Yeah. So I, you know, it's I, it's all tough. I, I think the podcast the success of it and um it's it's really i was always like let's have a fun conversation about dating yeah these yeah. are luxury issues these are tough to bring up what does he mean by this text is really tough to bring up the table when someone else at the table is going what about reproductive rights and you're like oh my god <laughs> like, I, like I, I you know like you know what i mean it's just well, i also feel like all your at least for girls all of your girlfriends lie to you yes it's like mm-hmm. and men lie to you so everyone's lying everyone's lying, everyone's lying. <laughs> but yeah. like and making you know if you're like what does this text mean your girlfriends are always like no you're hot. He yeah. likes you. Yeah. Like, you're better than busy. Yeah. No, it's, it's like that book. Remember yeah, you're hot, book? and he's and he doesn't want to see you. Yeah, you could be both. Sure, <laughs> being hot yeah. doesn't mean yeah. that the guy's going to text you back. It's so rarely about looks. So all your girlfriends are just like there to pump you yeah. up. They're not to, there to be like you know like. I believe 99 percent of times it isn't about looks. Yeah, no, because everyone's about into that, something. Like, that, that's the thing about about dating apps that's really tough for me. Yeah, where I feel Someone like. Guys tend, this is not like a blanket statement, but go guys tend not to have as much in their profile to like really go on. Oh, absolutely. Where you're like, oh, yeah. cool, you like sports and like you yeah. you pet a tiger. Awesome. I have people send me their dating app profiles for like now years yeah. to like give makeovers to. Yeah. And the men send them less. Okay. Because men just, you know, are looking for less advice. They're just not vulnerable in that mm-hmm. way. But when the men send them, it seems like they made a profile to join a fraternity and not find totally. a girl. Yeah. So, men are too cocky and women aren't cocky enough. Oh, interesting. Because women will be like hiding behind a ship and you're like, where are you? Or like, they'll have sunglasses on that are like two fucking, you know, windshields on a car. And you're like, I can't see your fucking face. Yeah. Well, I feel like, so I feel like with men, you get less to go on. Totally. And then I feel like, I often, Someone will give you too much to go on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true too. But then I feel like I end up on a date and I'm like, I wish there was a five minute out button where I'm just like, I don't like you at all. Yeah. <laughs> also, five minutes is tough to like. Yeah. There's so much, you know, anxiety and like. I, mean, five I know what you mean. Fair, but you're just like I. I have a bad picker sometimes where I like get on a date and I'm like. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's. T- you know, it also looks. That's like why that meeting someone at a bar choice. is so much better because you can meet. It's not looks. It's like this thing. It's like this chemistry that you have with yeah, someone. It's, like totally. it's not. Yeah, and you can't get that from just looking at someone's pictures and reading that like they work in finance or they do this one thing. Yeah, I mean, if you can, the apps have to be like junk food. Like it can't. It's got to be like yeah. a part of the food wheel. You know, it's a part of the dating wheel. It can't be the yeah. whole dating wheel. Uh, and it sucks because a lot of people like you become used to the drug. You're, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm at I home. I don't want to go out tonight. Yeah. It's Friday. I'll sit on the app on a Friday night. Right. It's like you could have. If your friends were like, Hey, 
all the girls are going out and they all have boyfriends. Let's say, let's yeah. say, because a lot of the times women will write in, especially like that's when I've met the best people though, because I'm the one single friend, totally. and then I meet like all these awesome guys, and you're the one with the most interesting things to talk about. Yeah, exactly. The couple, couple. Every, you the, like, I'm not a, a big talker, but like I'll just hold court and tell everyone sure. my stories. Like, stories are like also like they. They want the couples have talked to each other enough. Mm-hmm. They want to know what's going on with you. Oh, I have this one friend. People, you know, you got to play in traffic if you want to get hit. And <laughs> it's the truth. My dad said that my whole life. And, you know, the apps is a form of playing in traffic, but it's a form of bumper cars. Right. You know, the bars, that's getting hit. Like you're going to you're going to win and lose both. And at the very least at a bar, like if I want to fuck I'm trying that night. There wasn't yeah. this lead up where you got dressed and ready. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, yeah. at least totally. I, I, I think, you know, it's funny that we've gone to the point where both of you guys just looked at me like relieved, like, Oh, <laughs> would I love to try and get <laughs> fucked in a bar? <laughs> you know, like, you know, but it, that is, it, it does feel like the best medium. Yeah. Maybe that's the end game of dating apps where it was like, it was just to exhaust women enough and to have <laughs> much to lower bars. standards yeah. to just, go into bars and look at us when we say hi. Yeah. Just, and, yeah. That's funny. Cause we'll go to lucky dog and we'll just talk to anyone. Like years ago, we'd be like, Oh, we just want to be with each, with ourselves. Like, yeah, it's a different, yeah. I'm fucking sick of, like, sick of myself. What did you to other people? Yeah. We're yeah. sick of having to text for like years yeah. and then never meet. Oh, and, oh, you have and to all have the small talk. conversations going at once so that one pans out. And you're like, I don't even remember which one you are yeah. anymore. Just yeah. ask me on a date. Yeah. Do you know what I do? Do I know what you do? <laughs> Did I mention my cousin in this one? I get it. It's and like I'm seeing someone now and we met um at a show of mine and it wasn't like listen, none of this is perfect either. Like if someone, if we went through and told the story of how we got together, anyone at that brunch table could be like, he's an asshole or yeah. she wasn't that into it. You know, like yeah. when you, you, you know, there's that, that line that's like a motivational quote, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only do it looking back. Mm-hmm. You connect the dots looking back. So like every relationship will go, yeah, we fucked on the first date and like, oh my God, yeah. you can't look forward with this stuff as much as people want to. So yeah. you have to, you know, and nowadays you have, just like we said, like the guy in the Lifetime movie liking a girl's picture. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to overlook, you know, things that make you feel shitty. Sometimes you have to be like, I don't even understand why people look at, look to see what other people are looking at. Like, I think that's boredom. Yeah. Curiosity. My friend, there, just brought this up this girl he's seeing like like screamed at him because of something he had liked and he was like whoa like I know yeah and I then it's like how you find that you I only you learned about the, it like a year ago are you kidding me I, I, I know that, I'm an internet person too. that's hilarious I mean I've known about <laughs> I'm an that old page internet person though. I've been tweeting about that page to very little results oh, really? for like years now just the idea that someone is just Watching the things other people are liking. Yeah. It's if you, if the, you know, when you have your yeah, notifications but page. List, but can you like search it? Like, how do I find? You can't search it, but it can come up on the feed. Oh, so you just have to be checking it all the time. Or I, it might work on an algorithm. Okay. Maybe not, but if you're on it, yeah, you'll see things you don't want to see. You'll see, okay. and if you stay on that things your friends are liking page long enough, yeah, yeah, you will get a clue into some of your friends that you didn't want to know. Interesting. It's almost like it's it 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 is interesting because you'll see like oh that guy is into that. Here's interesting. Okay. Here's a question for you. Sure. What's the weirdest thing you follow on Instagram? The weirdest thing. Someone could probably find something weird. Um, 
I've always just been, I, I mean, someone could look at who I follow on Instagram and be like, this guy's a disgusting piece of shit. Oh. Because it was like, I, you know, a lot, I follow like, a, like big ass models and, okay. you know, like, uh, you know, I, I'm in like, you know, curvy chicks on Instagram. I'm, on, I'm following all those. But I, don't, don't you have like a really weird Instagram that you follow that like you're really into and you're like, hmm. No, I, I'm I'm like mindlessly going through it okay. a lot of times. It's not as thought out as as much as it is friends, their babies, and the girls that I would be attracted to. Okay, you know, like and yeah. you know, listen, the girl that I'm seeing now, she's like, uh, she's like, oh, like rolls her eyes at when yeah. it pops up, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what am I gonna do? <laughs> you know, like, but you also know? like you're liking this photo, and it's. It's not like you're going to like go hook up with this girl because you no. like the photo. And also, like there is, I, I also don't like those, but I also would say to any guy out there, like, do you have to like it? Yeah. Do you have to? Yeah, you can just look You at can it. just look. Yeah, you know, that's you, true. You don't have to, no one was writing letters to Playboy. <laughs> you know, like, you just bought one and dealt with it, and that's it. Yeah. So, and to compare it to Playboy, I don't mean to say anything, cast, you know, whatever, oh. on those models, but like... You know, those models have, have in a way replaced certain types of, you know, magazine. You know, it's like the Victoria's Secret catalog to yeah. a lot of guys. Yeah. So should we get into some questions? Yeah, we had so many questions for Jared. Let's do And it. a lot of so many. Jared's awesome. We love him. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for having me. It's been a pleasure so far. Okay. So I guess we're just going to start, like, with the heart one. The heart okay. one. Yeah. So somebody DM'd us, and... She had a general question. We got a bunch of general questions about men behaving badly. Okay. But then yeah. this specific person said, um, why don't men try to be better? I've been listening to all of Jared's stuff for a long time. He's very funny, but he basically plainly states that men are assholes, and he doesn't seem to think anything is wrong with that. Shouldn't we as a human race be trying to be better, act better, know better? Yeah, I, I appreciate that she wrote this in, and I appreciate that she likes and listens and yeah. enjoys yeah. it. I don't think I've ever said that. Like, this is how it is. Deal with it. Yeah. I don't think that's really, and I, I understand like the, where we get mixed up. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that she's wrong. Maybe sure. I could be better at saying these things. A lot of times it's me saying it's raining out. Bring your umbrella. I say that I use that analogy a lot because these are things happening now. That's not to say that men can't be better. That's not to say that like, like we had a very specific email and also I'm doing a show. So I'm trying to expound on these things. And a lot of times on you up, especially I have to like empathize with the murderer, you know, so to speak, like the guy who's being the worst form of a guy. And, you know, we had an email where a girl said that, and I didn't realize that this was a thing that was going on. Um, Cause and not to sound naive, but there was a guy that, that she was hooking up with, and he took a picture of her. Okay. Oh, I remember that episode. Right. Yeah, that was horrifying. Horrifying. And I thought that in my mind, you definitely did not take his side. Wait, I don't know the I don't know the backstory. Oh, so the backstory. That's basically the backstory. Is that okay. she's hooking up? He takes a picture. Uh, she sees him do it. Okay. He goes. He like fumbles around. I, I don't want to explain it wrongly because I don't want to like give him yeah. any credit. But then she's like, delete it. And then she's basically asking, she goes through questions that are totally normal questions. Like, right. was I, you know, sh- did I do the right thing? Should we go out again? Should I hate this guy? You know, yeah. she kind of goes through the, all those. And that's the beauty of a podcast to me is that 
we're sitting in an open forum, having a conversation. I'm, and I thought, I went back and listened because someone wrote me being like, saying, how could you take this? This is assault. This is, oh, and I go, yeah. maybe it is. I, I, th- I'm not saying this is a, I'm not on a podcast to be a crimes expert. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, and it's okay not to know. I, yeah. I think it's okay to, and then her point was that I'm a, a role model for young women. Okay. And I go, and, I, and it's my responsibility to say, this is assault, call the police right away. I would say the, the conversation that we ended up having about this, and it's hard for me to talk about now because, you know, you know with social media, you do think of what people are going to respond to things you right. say. Yeah. But that's also not a great conversation. That's why things get swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to say that, like, listen, these things are happening now, I would assume, because you got the gun. There's more gun murders when there's, pe- when there's guns around. Right. There's yeah. more pictures being taken when there's pictures. I had to... and. A bad show to me is call the police. <laughs> like, I, like, of course, if you felt something went wrong like that, call the police. You know, th- yeah. th- this is awful. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the board. This is awful. But let's talk about it. Why does this happen? Mm-hmm. Should you feel, you know, should you talk to this guy again? N- you know, should you go out with this guy? These are, qu- I'm taking the questions that she's asking. Yeah. So I understand where it's like you could hear me talk it out and be like, how are you not? Say and and it's like podcasts don't work in the world of they work in the world of gray and I think that's why they're becoming po- uh, yeah. very popular it's right a now. Conversation. It's a conversation. You, on Twitter, you don't on Twitter. It's everything evil or the best or nothing. Right. No meh gets retweeted on mm-hmm. Twitter. Sure. And that's kind of the world we live in. Nothing on Instagram that's a meh statement. Bla- you know, photos that aren't colorful. A, yeah. a, a, a bland photo doesn't get liked. Yeah. So that's kind of the world we've come to, accustomed to. That's why right now everyone's like, you know, you know, cancel this person. Right. And it's like, I don't live in that. I don't want to live in that world. I don't. And that's not to say, again, going back, the person taking a picture of you during, you know, when a private moment, that's an awful thing to do. I could understand at 21 years old where a kid does that and then goes, oh, fuck, I, I, I lost myself. I'm sorry. Like, I, I do think that kid could be better. I do think a man listening to the podcast could hear that and go, well, that's something that a guy who's older than me thinks badly of a woman who's older and is, you know, that yeah. you, you lay, yeah. you know, you women could look at it and go, that's you, you're hearing you guys say it's awful. Yeah. Someone younger could listen to that and they get better. Yeah. So I, I do, but we expand the conversation because Let's go through it. Let's let's go. Let's open this up to a show and to a conversation to hear people go. Well, what about this? And then you can hear the thing. And that's why a podcast is great because you hear uh, I. You can hear people churning over the words and churning yeah. over their opinion. So I think there's good in that. I think that does help people get better. When I say that, you know, deal with the guys you're dealing with that are being bad on an app or whatever. Yeah, deal with it now, but learn for later. You know, yeah. you, 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 no one's going to learn, learn from me when I go, that's bad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So actually, I, I've kind of changed my opinion of this question as we're talking about it. Because sure. first of all, like I don't think men are sitting around being like, I know I'm bad, but I'm able to get away with it. Like, yeah. Totally. Well, look yeah. at how many people on Twitter that I'm one of the good ones. 
Yeah, so and then, you know, then why are there still bad ones? So it's like yeah. we all have things to learn. Nobody's seeking out advice where they're like, I'm, how do I become better? Yeah. I'm not good. Yeah. And then, you know, nobody <laughs> wants to hear what? themselves, hear, like, tune into a podcast or listen to anyone's advice who's just chastising them. No. Like, yeah. you terrible, dirty piece of shit. Like, nobody wants to listen to that hour. Totally. And, and for me, it's like I'm taking it from the writer's perspective. Right. So, like, hey, this happened. What would you do? Well, I would, you know, first of all, you did the right thing by having him delete it. Like, don't believe him that this is the last time he'll do it. Let the next person have to deal with someone that's learned from their mistakes. Like, that was things that we said. I thought your advice in that episode was really good. And I I did not get the impression you were defending him. No. And also just, like, encouraging women to have the conversations that are probably really hard in the moment instead of letting the behavior slide and then sweeping under the rug and then you know, writing Listen, a podcast about it because like totally. that guy. I, I have so many, I mean, that. we said this on one of the very early podcasts for you up was like, I said that like so many women asking themselves if they're crazy or not. Right. Have let me off the hook for, for yeah. not, for them not being crazy, you know, right. like, mm-hmm. so in, so a lot of, you know, with an issue like this, I was like, call yeah, them on it. also look, call them on it. Like if something's weird, like even for something as small as like, we went out for seven months, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. Should I say something? Well, I seem crazy. No, you haven't been. You've been together every weekend for the last seven months. Where'd you go? Yeah, what's happening? Right. Uh, if you're done with this, that's cool. But have the fucking balls to call me and be like, I'm done with it. Right. And so even something that small, where it's not as serious as someone taking a picture like sure. that, me saying, yeah. He, if, if I have to be in his shoes, if I have to be in the murderer's shoes, yeah, he was embarrassed that he wants to end it. He doesn't know how to end it. So he's better. He's saying, well, maybe I'll just disappear and, and she'll call me out and then I won't feel like the dick. Well, now you're hearing the other perspective why he's doing it. Call him the fuck out, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I do understand where it comes from. Like, I'm not, I think a lot of times when I take, you know, when I explain the side of the guy who does these things, it sounds like I'm saying, well, yeah, just deal with it. That's what happens with every guy. That's not to say that people shouldn't get right. better. I've gotten better. Like, so like I've yeah. been, I've yeah. ghosted girls and I've been said to myself, I've said on the podcast a million times, here's why it sucked to ghost somebody. Like yeah. I, you know, I've gotten better. I've been, everyone is an asshole to someone, mm-hmm. you That's know? So like, true. you know, nine, yeah. out of, I say this all the time, nine out of 10 guys you meet aren't the one, the 10th one's in the divorce 50% of the time. <laughs> Happy Valentine's day, everybody. So like I, I, but from that perspective, your mom is married to a guy that someone thinks is a dick <laughs> yeah. that someone dated and had a horrible experience with. Your dad is someone that someone went on a date with and said, fuck that dude. And yeah. it's going to get more and more because now the age at first marriage is risen by like four or five years. We're getting married later. There's more people we're dating than ever before. We're, we're dealing with more turndowns and bad situations than ever before because we're just meeting more people. Yeah. So everyone you meet that is shitty, you hope that they can get better for someone else. And, you know, you don't want them to be a murderer to someone else, but you want them to be a, have learned, lived and learned from the situation with you. That's very interesting. I've never thought of it that way, but it's true. Yeah, I, I mean, I've just, I, there's, there's definitely women out there that are like, they're like, can you believe Jared gives dating advice? Wasn't that guy the biggest fucking loser, idiot, douchebag? And it's like, 
Yeah, because they dealt with me one on one, and you know I'm trying to rise out of myself and be like, well, be vulnerable and t- talk about why I did the things I did or why I felt the things I felt to try and help women understand and people understand and that it's okay to like be open with this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and then I think the the also sorry to cut off the the idea to come at so now it's just we're in that time where it's like I I mean I'm very vulnerable someone coming at you and being like. Well, you did this, so you're out of this game, and it's like, yeah, I, I hope I've been a good to everybody. I hope I've been, you know, respectful, and I hope that you know the the podcasts help for people that like just don't want to feel alone. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's so interesting. Like Grace was saying, like you're the secret agent. Where you know, if I think about who are the men that I know in my life, they're mm. either. People who are married to my friends sure. who are obviously not going to give you the real inside track on what men are thinking. They're not going to put themselves the in a yeah. yeah, they're not going to put themselves in a position to have a fight later when they get exactly. home. Yeah. Men we've dated. Men we've dated. Mm-hmm. Our uh, gay friends. Yes, different boat. Yeah. Um or you know like people that you have like too distant a relationship like work with, relationships like, they're like not gonna... co-workers or like sure yeah not close with and they're not gonna, they're not like here let me show you my true colors. yeah and like yeah. here's the worst thing i've ever done yeah. well, that's that's why the shows are so fun for me and so interesting like yeah. i do shows now people come and you said how many are women how many are men there are a lot of women that you know i mean i'll tell you a guy talk when okay. i do a show at the cellar we did live you ups at the cellar the other comics walk down, they go, oh my fucking God, look at all these women. Because yeah. comedy just generally is either girl with her boyfriend, bachelorette party, or yeah. you know, alone dudes. Yeah. So, it's, so yeah. my shows so happen to have... meet men. Yeah, this, I mean, not at my shows, but <laughs> if I'm a dude listening to this, you should come to every one of my shows. But I, they were, they'll do the thing where they'll go, you must be fucking like crazy. Like, they'll be like, yeah. you must be. And I, I would always say to them, I'm like, it's actually not that way. Um, these, I do feel a very familial thing because it does feel like a lot of people listen to the podcast and feel like I'm their brother or a guy they used to date that they became friends with. It's yeah. it, it, Not to say that I'm a sexless being, but it just hasn't, it never feels that way. It never feels creepy you in that feel way. You feel like a friend. Like, it does feel like a friend. Yeah. It feels like someone I would have been would have been at the same bar mitzvah with in middle school and now have a friendship with because I do yeah. have a lot of female friends from growing up. So like you know that aren't people I dated. So yeah. I, I'm used to having female friends, but also it is nice when they come to shows and I'm like, this isn't as gross as it could seem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they come to shows, we hang out, and a lot of them are like, I was dating this guy, and then I started. You know, they have yeah. their story, which is great. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So one of the other questions, sure. That we got was that apparently. I always like to start with an assault question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, get the assault question. <laughs> yeah, out let's of just the get way. it out of the way. Yeah, but yeah. I, I did go back to that person who wrote me. Yeah. I did go back and listen to it. I did go back with a critical eye and try to think like, boy, did I take the side of a guy who took a picture of? And I really, like you said, I I didn't think I did, but I can understand where that feeling can come from. So yeah. I do understand. You ready? Okay, let's one? do it. Okay, so. Uh, somebody else said, I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways I've learned from listening to your podcast is that rejection is rarely ever personal and has so much to do with the other person and that our tastes are so different. What's hot to one person can be gross to another and so on and so forth. Sure. I think I've quoted your line, everyone is someone's foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> I quote times. that line. Everyone's too. someone's foot. I, I say that so all the time. I, I'm going to start tuning into the podcast <laughs> Thank now. Thank you. But not knowing... Where everyone is someone's foot. So the idea. Can you talk a little bit about. So that? everyone is someone's foot. 
was just when you go on a porn site, okay. there's foot porn. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. there's somebody that's masturbating to feet. Yeah. Okay. So you're someone's foot. So to oh, say God. that, like, I know it's horrifying. <laughs> it's but it's to, horrifying, but also uplifting. But also uplifting. So it's to say that, like, you know, a lot of women take it personally physically when a guy isn't into them. But it's like, guys are into so many different types and yeah. v- types of women that, like, there's a, and things right. that, like, someone is out there being like, man, that foot is so hot. And I'm always <laughs> wondering, because I'm not a foot guy. So not to say that I'm, like, against someone who's in the feet, but I'm saying... I always am never like when someone's like in the feet. I'm like, how do you differentiate between a hot foot and I an ugly my, foot? I found my foot on a foot website. You it did? Was so creepy. And yeah, that's it, cra- it was like really with feet. Yeah. Wait. So oh a, my god. Like, I think it's like a lot of blogger and influencers because I always post like a detail of my shoes. Okay. In my outfit posts because people want to see the shoes yeah. up and maybe buy it. And um, OOTD. I had this was years ago, but my sandal, my feet and sandals were on a foot site. But this is what I'm talking about. This I'm is somebody's foot. This your somebody's your foot yeah. is literally someone's foot. So do you remember like back forever ago when Ashley and I had that blog? Yes. Oh, she had a blog too. I had a, this was like eight Bef- years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was during the time. Do you remember when like knee socks were having a moment? Yeah, and that, we oh, were, that was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago. Well, and you we were, wrote about tube tops, too. So Ashley did, yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> we were having, uh, like, our traffic was growing, and we were like, yeah, look at us. Like, we're doing great. And we realized it was because, like, so many of the photos had been posted on, like, a knee sock fetish. Oh, Hilarious. No. Schoolgirl oh, fetish. No. We were like, so ooh, our funny. traffic is growing. Oh. Like, it went from, like, yeah, our traffic is growing to, like, ooh, ooh. our traffic is yeah. growing. You're all of a sudden on alt-right site. <laughs> <laughs> like how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I so the it's it comes from a gross place, but it's to say to people like this isn't really about you or your look. It's like there's someone that's going to be like that's my type. This is what I'm into. Like, and it also goes with personality, and it goes with like th- those other things. Like, y- you know, for someone to say like. Like when I've broken up with someone, it's never been like I think this person has doesn't deserve love. Yeah, right. you know, it's always been like you can. There's going to be someone else that really this is going to be perfect for. Yeah, as far as timing and as far as sexuality, as far as all these things are concerned, personality wise, um, it's just not with me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I like that better than the foot analogy. Well, like, the I, don't, foot, I don't want to be fetishized by the one well, guy who's like... Everyone doesn't want to be... Fe- you, you, you know, but at some point, you want to be fetishized by your husband. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you want your husband to be like smacking your ass on the way out of the kitchen and like, you know, oh, like, yeah. you know, like you that's cute when a mom and dad does to, it. Yeah. You don't want your husband to be like that weird guy who's like... <laughs> I mean... Like, like Grace Atwood feet. <laughs> yeah, it's not literally into your foot, oh but you as... Yeah. If you could just... You are a foot oh, to God. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh. Yeah, this is why it's a com- on the comedy yeah. section of the iTunes page. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're going to move on to another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of questions about ghosting and the slow fade. And I feel like okay. there's so many words for this uh, now. Like, you can zombie someone, you can orbit. Like, I used to call it the classic slow fade. Just yeah. fade into the mist. It's called the GPO. So GPO. The gradual phase out. Gradual phase out. I like that one. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is the story of our times. One of the questions we got was, and you've addressed this on you up, but why, 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 why do guys who ghost fade break up with you still watch your Instagram stories? What does it mean? This person wrote, I, if I'm not interested, I don't follow them. Um, 
just because someone ghosted you or phased you out doesn't mean they're not still attracted to you. Yeah. You've kind of become like, doesn't mean they don't want to see and they don't want to see what you look like or what you're doing. Like, I, I know that's like, even sounds even creepier, but I, I do think that's what it is. And it's also this idea of like holding on to the past and holding on to like, you know, throwing away leftovers. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's like a bad way to like phrase it, but it's very close to the truth. Guys spend their lives from high school, very early on coveting achieving women. So like the guy in the group that has sex first, Oh my God, you're this hero. You know, the guy in the group has a girlfriend, like you're, you're killing it. Like all this stuff was always about like who can get girls. Mm -hmm. And Later in life, you become so used to that. You're like, I'm not just going to throw away a girl. I think there's something to that because then you always have a one level of like, I can go back to it. I also feel like how far into dating somebody do you follow them on Instagram, especially if you've been on the apps? Like I probably wouldn't follow somebody until we'd been on at least a few dates. Yeah. I think it'd be weird to go on a first date with somebody and unless it had come up somehow to just pop up on their Instagram. Well, the other thing is people can make sure it comes up. That's true, but I guess you know? like, what I'm yeah, trying to I say is I've had guys that, be like, oh, what's your Instagram? I'm going to follow you. And I I'm know. like, oh, well, oh, I'm also like that. an internet person. I have this. I also have a private account for just my friends. Yeah. So that, like, but you, I don't want to give them my private account because that like shows how weird I am. I, but, like, <laughs> no, I feel like if you got to the point where you were following somebody on Instagram, for me at least, I'd be a few dates in, so I'm like somewhat invested in like them as a person. Yeah. Where like, I don't think there's a right. curious what they're up to. I know. Like, yeah. Instagram stories are so compulsive. Like, it's not like I'm going through the list and, like, stories, picking out no. one to watch. No, you're it's just also, like, like TV, you're just scrolling. Like, and I'll, like, watch Listen, I've, I've, I've put it out on the, my bed and gone to the bathroom and had it go through stories. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, like, you yeah, don't so even... You're giving views you, and, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, that's hard. I mean, the, but yeah. then people take away from that, oh, Jared watches all my stories. Yeah. No, it was open while I was in the yeah. bathroom. You know, yeah. like, we don't know what people are doing on the other side exactly. or yeah. how invested they are, but we always they put it. watching The Bachelor and just going through their stories. Like just you going through it. You can't sleep and you're just, like, zombieing. Yeah. Like, sure. I do that all the time. Like, I think a lot of times guys, the, I don't think there's a right answer to all that stuff. Yeah. Like, there's no, I don't believe in, like, rules um, yeah. just because everyone has their own story and their own thing. Um why do I follow on Instagram to investigate the person deeper, to get more than I got off the app, yeah. to um, also well, to build trust? Stalk them, sure. But like, but, I wouldn't follow them unless they're private. I but guess that's what I'm saying. So yeah. a lot of guys are following because they're private, yeah. Or they're stalking. Like you can stalk yourself out of a date. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And and it's like you know what is that worth to you? You know like. Are we that much? Is that is that that much of part of life? You know, that's different for everybody. The I do think that a lot of people are building trust online and through text, and it's not deserved trust. Yeah. So with something like Instagram, if someone's private and they and the guy's like, "Well, let me like follow you on Instagram," I think that's a way of like not dating you. Like I I do think oh, interesting. Yeah, like I think that's like a way of like being like you know getting. You can get close online where, you know, I, I do believe this and this is human and this sounds stupid, but you text on the same device to your parents as you do to the person you met five minutes ago on Bumble. So it can get confusing that you now trust them the same. Interesting. Or you trust the person that you met five minutes ago more because you just went back from a text from dad. So I do think that that 
like we get too comfortable with these people and a lot of guys use it to their advantage of saying, well, I'm out right now. Come meet up and at yeah. 11 o'clock on a Saturday. And you're like, well, I am at the bar around the corner. We have been having great texts. Yeah. And yeah. now oh, you're he like, he likes all my photos. Yeah, he so likes like, my photos. He totally likes me. Totally. I mean, I, that's something when people hook up and then they go back to school and then they're like, well, I want to like hook up with them when I come back yeah. home. I'm always like, well, be the most supportive social media person ever. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't like a person that likes all their photos? Yeah. yeah. Like your biggest, yeah. Like, cheerleader. Be, be mm-hmm. just so nice on social media that like, this person's in my corner. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are people that are probably that like my photos that I see all the time. I'm like, they're on my side. Yeah. I could go pitch them a not ready joke <laughs> and feel comfortable about it because I know that they're like at least a fan yeah. of mine yeah. personally. Yeah. So that's the same for hooking up. Okay. You know, like, hey, we're going, you know, I went home for Thanksgiving. I went back to my, you know, city that I live in or my school. Wait, is this a true story or a scenario? No, this is a scenario. I just, I, I I would just, no, but I would just keep up with them liking stuff. And it's like, if that works for that guy or girl, it's going to work for someone you meet on an app. Oh, this person's like pretty cool on on text and on Instagram. Yeah. And then also stories, the, a lot of times what's happening right now is guys or girls that you've used to hook up with will respond to a story. Responding to a story is just an excuse to say hello. So yeah. it's an excuse to go back to someone who you know thinks well of you. Yeah. yeah. So I think you, you know, if if you're done with someone, you're done with it. Remove them. I think that's the other thing that like you we do need. That. I get rid of the old people that you yeah. don't want to hear from. Like it's okay to unfollow. It's a, yeah. the uh, the yeah. idea that like you're weak or you're petty. Let them believe that. Yeah. I, I don't think that at this, all. My ex just got married and I just want to unfollow him. Yeah. I, so I muted him because you're, I didn't want him to think that I was like angry at him. Unfollow. You are Do it. with all of your exes. Like all of my exes are dead. Uh, well, dead. Go no, dead. I'm not friends with that one, but a lot of times I'll date someone and they're really interesting and cool and it doesn't work out. So we can just yeah, be friends. The, the other thing is like. And I'm not upset when I look at their stuff or. But if something upsets you. Like if you're looking yeah. at the wedding and you're I like, I gotta mute that. it. Yeah. Why not unfollow? Yeah. I like should, I'm I, gonna unfollow after this episode. You think so? Like yeah. I, I just think like there's no like my parents didn't petty. have to deal with that. You don't have petty. I think yeah. it's like hard. Knowing, also, their wife will be happier too. Knowing the <laughs> in, ins and outs of this situation, I think yeah. it's hard because you have so many mutual friends. So yeah, then if he yeah. was like, oh, Grace unfollowed me, like then like, like does will it become a thing? Friends with be upset. Yeah. Well, you know what does it shows that you still think of what could have been yeah and i don't mean that you know and I'm, i don't know that for yeah, a fact yeah. but i'm saying you know that is the insinuation is like oh they couldn't handle seeing my life move on yeah but isn't like how long do you keep playing along to keep feeling badly yeah you know and, and it's like and, and also like the passage of time you can feel bad about that with anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could see a family member get married and be like, "Ugh, enough with this fucking wedding." Yeah. You know, you can do that with them. And I, I just don't believe in like. I, listen, I'll, I'll tell you a very personal story. I have family that like I'm that we're like not speaking to them and like close family mm-hmm. and oh, that's so hard, very hard. But they were, you know. They something happened where I like I, I I'm a pretty rational person. I looked at it from all sides. I was like, I'm gonna step away from this. I don't need to and see this unfollow. person. Unfollow, unsubscribe, unfriend, all that stuff. And I, you know what? I don't feel bad about that. Like yeah. I'm like, we can always come back. Yeah. 
it can come back. I'm not saying it's never going to happen again with this family member, but at the same time, I didn't need to be around someone that made me feel badly for other people in my family for, you know, for the future. So I unfollowed, unfriended anyone connected to that person too. Oh, wow. wow. I was like, it doesn't, it's not worth it for me. And I say this about comedy a lot. It's like someone will write to you, like when someone tries to say, you know, I don't know if you know this, but dryer spelled wrong. Oh my god! And it's like uh, on your tweet, and I'm like, yeah, I get people I, correcting my grammar on my blog. I'm like, thank you. Like, but also, they don't do that to help you. No, it's, they they go, I don't want you to, to embarrass yourself later. Themselves. Oh, what? Embarrass myself on the spelling bee on ESPN? Yeah. No, I don't need that. You yeah. know, so it's like these garbage feedback people. You don't have to put yourself around that. Yeah, this is kind of separate. But do you know what? I this is such a creepy thing to admit. So. Recently, I was trying to unfollow people on Instagram. Like, I, was sure. like, I follow too many people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to spend less time on social media because I feel like I spend a disgusting amount and I put a 90 minute timer on it, and it's crazy how early in the day I run out. That's so, how do you put a timer on it? Yeah. There's like a setting, and you can say like limit, and then it gives you uh, a five minute warning when you're getting close. On and then Instagram, you could do this? It, it's for all social media on your iPhone. All social media? Yeah. So, all combined, you have a 90, I have a 90 minute timer. You could set it to whatever you want. Shit. I might ask you to do this to mine. I, I want to try I want you this to out. Too. Yeah, but I I, I have it. to know how to turn it off though. Yeah, and you can, <laughs> and even when you're have run out of time, you just like click the app and it says like remind me again in 15 minutes or uh, okay. ignore for the rest of the day. You can snooze but, it. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. just let you in. Okay, so I cool. I feel bad and I know that I've spent too much time on it. But that's knowing is like it's it's like um it's like it's kind of like having a schedule to eat like going back yeah. to the health stuff like I know when I'm off. Yeah. yeah, I'm aware that I'm an adult. Yeah, so it's it's made me more aware because I run out by like 1 p.m. And sure, I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life that I've spent 90 minutes on social media yeah. by like 1 p.m. Like, but you were better than work. last week when it yeah. was three hours. Yeah. Sure. So anyway, so I was like, I want to unfollow people because there's so many people that I follow that like I just don't give a shit about, and I'm like, sure. Why am I wasting time following yeah. them? So. I, I do a lot of muting because in well, the like influencer space, there's so well, many wait. influencers that make me just feel shitty about my life. So I just mute. Yeah, because you wait, don't want to politically so like unfollow them. And- I downloaded this app where you can see people who you are following who do not follow you back. See, I don't. Oh, I don't want to see that. I don't want. I don't want to be well, in that no, world what was either. Really interesting is that I went through and there were so many people that I was following out of what I felt like was obligation because I was like, well, they follow me, so I have to follow them back. Yeah, like, that's so that funny. People that I met on bachelorette parties who are friends of friends sure. or like people that I used to work with, and and you were holding on to it for the same reason the that, you're, that yeah. like you're talking about with like yeah. the with him going to the friends and being like, so I was unfollowed by. Yeah, and it's like no, they didn't even. Care Care enough yeah, to think they, of that. Did, they didn't yeah. follow me, and I was like, "No hard feelings." Like, yeah. I was like, "Great, bye." Yeah, like, see ya. Now yeah. I kind of want the app for that, oh, but I don't want to really know. You know, like yeah. I comedy too, like especially with other comedians, oh, like yeah. who mm-hmm. supports you, who doesn't. Like, yeah. and it's like, oh, does that group of people not think I'm funny enough to follow? Yeah. Like, do they, you yeah. know, like I just try to, you know, I try to live. Um, I'm so not the person that would use the word Zen. Yeah. Cause I'm like, just not that I would make fun of that person. But like, <laughs> as far as like, you know, as far as head trash is concerned, yeah. when I, when I used to sell life insurance, they would, you know, you'd cold call and they would mm-hmm. talk about like, they would talk about head trash a lot. And I, I, I revert back to that a lot because it's like, there are things you can't control. There's yeah. things you can't do. And it's like, 
you know, all those do is hold you back from living your life. Like yeah. looking at someone's wedding, I went and, you know, I dated this girl. She got married. I was really interested in seeing the wedding, especially yeah. from a guy's point of view. When you see a woman yeah. post about her wedding, that would have been your wedding. Yeah. You know, when it's a guy like that, would, you would have planned it totally differently. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, so there's an interest in that, but I never looked at it and went like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not, you know, I never got yeah. upset by that, but also I could search it out. Like it wasn't yeah. just being sprayed in your face on a, yeah, that's the that's big thing with social when, media. Like it sneaks up on you. Yeah. Cause like, so all, all these mutual friends were at the wedding and I like, I was like, I can't be on Instagram right now. Yeah. It's time to go it away. Just go, taking over your whole feed. And yeah, all we you want to Cape Cod that weekend. Yeah. We were like, let's hang out with your parents where there's no cell phone service. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, like oh, how bad is that? Our parents never had to deal with like walking along on a Tuesday and then all these pictures of their last ex's wedding yeah. getting posted. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can't do Tuesday anymore. You know, know, they got to live, living without naively. Like that's the thing with the spelling error. I can live my life being okay. You're like, I don't, didn't need to know that. If you think of me as a dumb person who misspells dryer, I'm cool with that. You're not like hanging your hat on your ability to spell dryer. Yeah. I, could you understand what I said? Was it funny? Was it funny? Did you laugh? Laugh or not? Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really care otherwise. That's like it shows yeah. a lot of times the worst audience members, people don't realize this. Mm-hmm. The worst audience members are the ones in the crowd that go, aww, aww. <laughs> and it's like what they're doing, and it's like what they think, they think, well, reacting is what we're trying to do. No, we want laugh or no laugh. A lot of times when someone goes, aww, at a comedy show, they want to let other people know they feel more than everyone else. Oh. Oh, interesting. They're, interesting. they're waving a flag going, yeah. I know this is sad. <laughs> and it's like, I talk about like weight stuff and I'll always, it's always a woman who's never dealt with weight stuff that goes, Aww. oh, and I go, that would be so, yeah. One time I was just like, I was like, you don't have to awe this stuff. Right. Like I, I go, this is just life. Life. Yeah. If you, life is aww. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. If we looked at everyone's life, we would all go, aww, because there's just a lot of bad moments. Yeah. But the moment you can look at those moments and go, well, here's the lighter side. Here's why I do it. Connect with me yeah. on it. Right. Is, is how you don't feel alone. And it's like the awe person will stop a show more than make it better. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Because everyone takes goes, well, now I have to like adhere to the sadness levels of this person. The best audience is the one that fucking laughing like crazy. Yeah. Or let them bomb. <laughs> you know, yeah. like let it out. You know, if you don't connect, but you're just trying to show people that you connect so much that you know it's sad. And it's like, no, we don't need that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Can we ask you another question? Please. Okay. Um, this person said, I'm in my mid thirties and single. How should I deal with all the people who say I'm single because I'm too picky? Um, who's saying that to you? You know, like, yeah, I actually, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other women who are married say this to you. Mm -hmm. Sure. Family says this to you. So my question to this person would be, are you complaining? So like, if you're like saying, if, if I would think like I'm not I'm not sure if this is happening. So if someone says like yeah. you're too picky, does it usually happen when you say like yeah, I don't know these guys suck these guys suck these guys suck. If you're living in the world where every guy sucks, like that's where I'm like okay th- these people that are saying it to you, I'm, I'm sure they just feel like they have nothing else to say. I think well I think with family yeah it's more of like 
it, it's more of a critique of like why you're single. You're not complaining about it. It's yeah, just like, it's, oh, you're. I get a lot of don't worry, like you'll find someone. I'm like, I wasn't asking you. If I like, well, I know I will. It's like a weird yeah. thing. Like it's just like, like uh, totally unprovoked, and you're like, no, I, like I'm I'm good. Like my life is is very good. I, I am totally. I listen. I I can't imagine what women deal with with like the societal stuff with like relationships because it, it seems exhausting. Like yeah. I have a friend. She was like 30 under 30, and all her. Like all her family asks, were who's the guy? Yeah, right? and it's like, what about this great accomplishment? I had? So I get, I'm not, I'm not denying yeah. this person, but I, like, let's talk through it. You know, like the mm-hmm. the too picky thing. If people are saying it to you, I, it's like kind of like when I go to someone with joke premises. Mm-hmm. I want to go to people that are open that I trust to go with this joke premise. Yeah. If I go to someone and I go, what do you think of this joke? And then they go, not funny. It's like, well, that's kind of to me the same person that would go, you're too picky. They're not really thinking with this. They don't really even care about me. They just want to get through this conversation. My thing is like, who are you bringing your dating problems to? I think it's not even problems. I think one thing that I've experienced, I feel like, you know how your uh, friends who are the least single, like your your friend that's been married the longest. Oh, yeah. They think it's easy. Loves dating apps. They're like, oh, my God, I'm going to. Yeah. I would have killed, and especially guys, I would have killed it if Tinder was around when I was around. No, you no, wouldn't. I saw you do it without it. <laughs> yeah, like you would have sucked too. Yeah. It's like everyone loves it, and like sometimes yeah. it's fun. Like my friend Peter, he's gay. He like loves swiping through the sure. apps. I like after I look at my phone, he's like texted eight million people, and he's like, "Your dick is like prosciutto," and I'm like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to any of these people. <laughs> I don't want to be with prosciutto <laughs> dick. Yeah, your dick is like prosciutto. I swear to God, he texted somebody that from like my Tinder, and I was like, well. We're not going to get back to this guy. But anyway, it's like your friend who's like the least single is the friend who is like, this is so fun. This would be great. And you're like, it isn't great. Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. It's like a pain in the ass. And like, I don't know, like 50-50 chance that you even go on a date and like them. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think the the person who says you're being too picky, like they're wrong for saying that. Like that's not, that's beyond the conversation. The conversation is like, who are you going to? I just think like, like your friend like, swiping for you, it's fun to do that with them and then for them to go, yeah, I wouldn't date that person either. This person seems cool. Oh, why don't you like them? Like these are more thoughtful things than yeah. just going out with anybody. Like, and I think that's like, I think the thing that people don't realize that are younger, that got together with someone younger mm-hmm. is that they don't realize that you have formed taste. Yeah. yeah. They formed their taste with, with the someone. person that they've come That's together with. That's a very with. good point. Yeah. It's so, so it's, true. Because we're like all fully formed, fun- functioning people now, and we have to find someone who's like, like also fully formed piece. and fits in. My it's, buddy always says this to me. He's like, you, it's hard. Ever, I've always talked with my, my, my best friend and I, we always talk about this stuff, and he's married, and he's always like, I always tell him, I'm like, I have things that just have to happen in my life. Like, not to say that I won't compromise, but listen, I am going, I'm okay with being alone. Like, I don't need that other person at dinner. So you better fucking kill it on this dinner. We better fucking really connect. So when someone's in their mid-30s and they're being selective, like, totally fine. But you're selective because you formed a life. Yeah, and you like your life, so the person has to fit into that well. And it's like, you're you're almost looking for a more, you're, you're looking, yeah, perfectly is like, 
You're almost some. You're almost looking like swish a three. So like you're almost looking mm-hmm. to like hit nail the three pointer, but it can't hit any of the rim. You know. So <laughs> and as you're younger, like you do like form a, like you do form a life as one person. I always say to like, you know, I used to go to these weddings when I was like in my you know I go at, you know every summer you have weddings, yeah. and I would forget shit for the weddings, and I would like. Forget like mean? a cummerbund or like oh, okay. oh. you know oh it's black tie and like they would be like Jared yeah. always forgetting you know the the, the studs on the shirt or <laughs> oh Jared you didn't even make a hotel room reservation and I'd be like yeah, yeah because you have two brains yeah. you have a wife or a girlfriend that's been hucking you for like six months about this I thought about this last week so <laughs> yeah. you have this assistant that lives with you at all times that won't that is all you guys can talk about. I get why you're better at this than me. It's because you have an extra set of hands. Yeah. So like they've melded together with that person. They've become one you know, it you go from like when are you you know what are you doing this weekend to what are you guys doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for her that's writing in, it's like I don't think it's a, I think it's really okay to have taste. I think it's not okay to feel like you're above Someone who has their own taste. I think you can be. You can look in the mirror. You know, am I too picky? Am I going? I think it's it's one thing to like, as we said before, going to a bar. If you're saying I'll never go to a bar, I'll never go on the apps. Stop saying never. But it's okay to then go on these things and then meet people and go that one's not right for me. Yeah. yeah. So. So, one more question. Should yeah, we? I think we can do okay. one more. So. This is interesting. This person asked, how can women make it clear that they are interested in something serious without scaring men away? Like, when is the right... Yeah, this whole idea of, like, men are scared, like, squirrels is (laughs) crazy to me. No guy's scared. They just don't want to do it with you. You know, I, I think that's the... Oh, I scared him away. That kind of blames it on like this other, this other thing. Like I, I think what women have to realize, and I said this on a podcast, a live podcast, and the room went kind of like silent because I was thinking about it a lot. Just like, like now that I'm entering into a relationship, I'm I'm dealing with the relationship stuff yeah. that I'm not necessarily used to. Um, it's a job being in a relationship, and to a guy, a relationship is a job. And dating is vacation. And to a woman, a lot of times, dating is a job and a relationship's vacation. Interesting. You know, so I think they're both a job. <laughs> you think they're, well, I think later in life I think later in life they become yeah, both it's a, a job. Lot of, it's being a lot in a relationship is a lot of work. Like I was just dating someone for like three months and yeah. I felt like I couldn't get all my work done. Like I felt like this I was always behind on stuff. Like I was a totally. lot more stressed out. Now I can stay up till midnight writing if I want to, which is, is a terrible thing to say and why I'll probably die alone. But <laughs> this but. is part of it where it's like you're, you know, where these, a lot of guys are trying to say, do I want to sign up for this job? Do yeah. I like this office? And it's, you know, you have to be okay with guys going, yeah, I'm not ready. I don't know how you say it earlier. I, I do think, there's an element of like I know when I'm on dates with a girl or when I've been on dates with a girl where I'm like this girl wants a boyfriend. Well, how do yeah. you screen out to like your earlier point? How do you screen out the guy who already knows that he just wants to have sex with you and is like not into either a relationship at all right now or a relationship mm. with you? I don't think you can ever truly know. That's like kind of the romantic yeah, part it. of it with a, like that's kind of the exciting part of it as bad as that sounds. Um I do think you can go. I think 
what women can do and what men can do is meet in the middle a little bit where it's like you can go on fun, sexy dates without having sex. So I think like guys want to be on fun, adventurous nights with girls that they could have sex with and girls want to be on fun, adventure, like kind of more like this is a night where we get to know each other and then, you know, we will get sex on date three. And it's like, there's gotta be somewhere in the middle on that where it's like, I think opening yourself up to like, Hey, we're going to go out. And then at the end of the night, a street makeout doesn't make you a lesser bad person. I think that's like, I think like being sexy without sex is a great way to filter guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and this is, and I, I don't want to sound like the guy telling women how to do it because I, I don't, I think That's guys, different. but a guys also will plan a date that they want to happen. So that's the other side of it. If a guy, you know, if a guy's sitting there, you know, texting and not really making a plan and you want to go out and you want to be romantic with someone, you want to be in a boyfriend, girlfriend, that guy's not going to be the guy. He's got to plan yeah. something to have it be moved towards that. So if he won't plan, it's never going to progress to that. Yeah. So like, you have to judge the difference between fingers and feet. And more foot more metaphors. <laughs> more foot metaphors. I'm going to add to my book of foot metaphors. Fingers are texting, okay. liking, everything on the phone. Right. But did he walk to come see you? Did he oh. walk to a date? Did he, you know, there's a difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a lot of people are putting a lot of faith in fingers. And that's just not. <laughs> it sounds so creepy. It sounds creepy so and weird, brilliant. but it's yeah. true. It's like yeah. I've, you know, I've always planned a date for a girl that I, you know, guys will do, you know, what gets them to the next level. And yeah. I think like you, even if you go on that first date and it's sexy and fun and you connect it, but then he won't make the second date. He won't make a second plan. No, he just wants sex. He didn't yeah. get on that first one. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to bow out. This was cool. We had a good time, but it doesn't seem like you're really here with me. No, no, no. Seriously, I want to get together again. Well, let me know when. Like, yeah. I think a lot of girls would just like not want to like throw in a good, a mediocre hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, well, this guy was like fun on the date. It was mm-hmm. great. It's like, if you had fun with that guy, you're fun on the date, not yeah. him. You were yeah. part of that fun too. So if you had fun on that date, you'll have fun on the next one. But I think it's like, um, with the thing of like not scaring guys away. I think the thing that scares guys away is that whole analogy to the job thing. We know that the train leaves the station the minute we start getting serious. So like when we start, when we say we're in a relationship, then it's when do we move in? Then yeah. it's when does the baby come? Then when does the marriage happen? I'm not saying that's fair to women to say, but that's just how it's always been with every girl I've dated. They don't just run in place before crossing the street. It's always cross. Yeah. You know, we got to cross the street. Everyone else is crossing the street. I want to cross the street too. That's where things get messy though. As like, you know, someone in their late thirties who's single, I have watched so many relationships fall apart because they're just trying to get to that next step and that next step and that next step. But, and then there's a reason they wanted the next step. So why didn't the guy go for the next step? He wasn't into it. Yeah. So like, we can blame the, the, you know, the, the, the craziness of the world and that she wanted the next step, but like, also like, let's not let him off the hook. Yeah. He also didn't want the next step with her. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. I I think that's just like, that's where a lot of this stuff gets vicious and tough is where it's like, 
listen, I'm trying to go out with you. Where? What are you doing this weekend? Yeah. And they're like, ah, well, maybe I'll see you after. I got to go out with friends. And it's like, all right, well, have fun. I'm going to move on. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think like it goes both ways. But as far as like creating a trap to, to, yeah. to, to vet out people, you're always going to get fucked. You know, yeah. you know I, my dad just, I put this on Instagram, but it's like, He's like, the only people that will fuck you, the people you trust. So like, <laughs> and it's true. It's true. Yeah. The, the, the person acting honestly in a relationship will always get fucked over. Yeah. Yeah. If both people aren't acting honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, but that's how you live and learn. And I, I think the person acting honestly dating will do better in the long run than the person that's holding back and not having fun with it. It, it has to be fun. It can't. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to date someone who's ready to get to a contract. Like a job out. application. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like you have to. It's the dating that I've first. always hated personally, and if I hate it, then a lot of guys must hate it because I, I don't think I'm that different from a lot of guys, is the one that feels like we're on the path from minute one. So it's like mm. we went on the mm. first, we did drinks, then we did dinner, then we did the weekend sleepover, then when I met the friends. And it's always like none of this was messy enough for me. And yeah. it, it always felt like we were rehearsing lines that anyone could have read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of guys, that's a lot of fear with a lot of men too. It's like, are you just looking for the relationship or are you looking for the right relationship? Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like a lot of men fear that. You see a lot of, you know, you know, the, is this is this right for both of us or are we just at the age and now it should happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. The question is a tough one to answer because I could go on and on about it. It's just... I know a lot of guys out there, like, you also have to be okay, and I think this is some, guys get turned down from high school on. We put ourselves out there a lot just because that's the position socially we're in. Yeah. The guy asked the girl. Mm -hmm. Now we're in this other time where guys can go, well, I'm done, and girls are like, well, you know, I've never been turned down. It's like, well, guys have been turned down, you know, a lot of times throughout their whole lives in many ways. So we're kind of more used to it. Like Mm -hmm. I see it when I used to get DMs all the time where it'd be like, let's do drinks. And then their account would be private. And they have, a lot of guys will ask girls out with the ability for them to gracefully say no, where girls would DM me like, let's do drinks. And I'll be like, I can't see your profile. How would I know? You know, like, and these are smart women. Like, they, mm-hmm. they, and I think, like, there's gross dudes too. Not to say that there aren't gross dudes being like, yeah. yo, we should get drinks and they have the private profile. And it's like, look at me and send a million pictures of themselves. Yeah. But, the, like, I'm saying, like, the normal middle of the road man or woman girl will be like, let's do drinks. And I'd be like, hey, um, I don't meet people on this app. And they're like, wow, really? And it's like, yeah, really. I, I also, you didn't even give me a chance to look what yeah. you look like, or right. you're just saying because I'm me and because I'm asking means I deserve. Right. And it's like, you're like I'm busy. Just, yeah, yeah, we, you know, was you know, yeah, happens. But interesting. So before we go, sure, we have three questions that we always answer. Okay, on the podcast. Yeah. So first thing, what are what's something you're obsessed with right now? It could be anything. I am obsessed. With oh, I just watched TLC. 
I'm watching the learning ton- channel. Yeah, I'm watching tons of TLC shows. Okay. Married at First Sight. I think that might be a lifetime. Okay. Uh, those channels. Yeah. Ninety Day Fiance. Okay. I gotta start watching Ninety Day Fiance. Everyone says it's amazing. It's great, and if you follow Yamanika Saunders, does like reviews of it. It's I great. I feel like it would give okay. me a stomachache. It's one of those things like Larry David's comedy like makes me nervous. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I also there's another show, uh, Four Weddings. I love that show. Four oh, and women. they judge each other. Oh my god, it is so great. Yeah. The weddings are so, like, I can't believe that they feel in the position to judge other people's weddings mm-hmm. after seeing their. Yeah. I'm obsessed with those types okay. of shows. Okay. Yeah. Um, and The Bachelors, because I'm yeah. in the season. I'm in the throes of it. Yeah. Yeah. What? What are you guys obsessed with? Did you answer this already? Oh, we can oh, do we them can all do together. Ours. Yeah. Um, my obsession this week. What is my obsession this week? I don't even know if I have one. I'm obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts, and I want them to sponsor us. Dunkin'. <laughs> um, I just bought the most impractical J. Crew sequin purse. It is go. like Ooh. very small and doesn't hold anything, but it's like very glittery, and it was on sale. That feels out of character for it you. It totally that is. That feels like something I would buy. I know. It's like really out of character, but I bought it, and I was like... I'm doing it. I like it. Go. So now we need an occasion to go out somewhere where I can use it. Oh, I, you know I'm always in, in for an occasion. A, yeah. A good sequined occasion. Yeah. yeah. A good go. sequined occasion. What is an Instagram account you're loving right now? Mm. Do you guys have one? I'm trying to think. I. Uh, what was? What is mine? Um, I do. I can go. Okay, so... This is a question to Grace, probably not Jared, because I don't Oh, I know one. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Gorman Clothing? Mm-mm. It's this Australian brand. It's like very much I want to buy everything for a vacation. They have the yeah. shittiest return policy. So I'm obsessed with them, and I like keep following them, and I want all of the clothes, but I don't yeah. want to order without somebody telling me, A, how the sizing runs, yeah. and then B, like what the fabric quality is. Mm. Yeah. So if anyone has bought from there, <laughs> I'm way. seeking- yeah. Good crowdsource yeah. right now. Yeah. Tell us in the Facebook group. Tell us in the Facebook group. I'm seeking opinions, but yeah. I'm very obsessed with everything on a purely aesthetic basis. Yes. Mm. But I don't want to get into it, because you know when like, you order on ASOS, and you order like $600 worth of stuff, and then you keep you, one you $30 keep one thing. thing? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know it. I know it, sister. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a common problem. Women yeah. returning shit they bought online is like every conversation go, I've ever had. Go home tonight, ask Hilarious. a girl you're dating, be like, hey, what's ordering from ASOS like? And I'll figure like, it out. You order $600 worth of stuff and you keep $30 yeah. worth of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to know what Gorman is like before I go down that rabbit hole. Wait, did you think of yours? I didn't. I don't have one this week. I'm Ooh. sorry. I have two. I'll, okay. I'll fill in the void. Okay. I love Genius Kitchen. I used to do work with them. What is it? Genius Kitchen. It's just like food account, but they do cool stuff, and it's different than. Oh, okay. Okay. Than, is it related to like? I love the, the not related to Tasty. Oh, they, I was gonna say, is it related gotta, to Genius like the song? Like, I don't think no. <laughs> no they were. They used to be uh, like Cooking.com, and oh. I guess they changed their whole thing. Oh, okay. Um, I used to do reporting for them. Like on lifestyle shit. Oh. It was fun. Um, also, kids getting hurt. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's so funny. I need to follow that. Kids getting hurt. It's also private. So it sucks when you send it to people. They're like, what's this? And it's yeah. like, oh, fuck off. Kids getting hurt. Also, there's a Russian one that Ooh. I watch. Crazy Russians. Look up Russian. Okay. I want to get it right. Is it crazy Russian kids getting hurt? No. It's just Russian people people doing Russian shit. And I watch that. It's not, it's got to be crazier than that. If you look inside of Instagram, just put Russian and see what happens. What is it? Oh my God. Russian blondie and Russian tea room, which I look at this Russian. 
Yeah, look at this Russian. Russia is to Earth what Florida is to America. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this Russian is great, too. Okay. I, I, so those are three okay. that I laugh about okay. every day. Kids getting hurt especially. like <laughs> It's just these kids that are walking around like drunks, and it's <laughs> hilarious. And it's like, you know, you hope they're not hurt, but <laughs> you yeah. know, who knows? Yeah. Um, last question. What are you reading? <laughs> I know the answer to this. I'm not a big reader. <laughs> We tried to get Jared to do Paper Princess with us, and he's like, sorry, I don't read. (laughs) I don't read. I'm not, I just never have gotten into books. They make me fall asleep right within four sentences. I listen to podcasts. Okay, yeah. So I I know that's not the same, but um, I also read a lot of like, I'm a big, like, I'll read like news articles and stuff like that, but not to say I don't read anything, but. What's a podcast that you're like either newly discovered or like into? Podcasts that I love. So I like to take my mind off of like comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, there's two podcasts that I like. Okay. Okay. And they're both like, they're so, I don't know if this listenership, whatever. Go for it. I yeah. love Daves of Thunder is just two comedy writers that are out in LA and I've followed both of them. It's just two da- two guys named Dave that are friends and they're okay. funny with each other. I love that name. Daves of Thunder. Great yeah. name. And then I like the Tony Kornheiser uh, radio show, which used to be on the radio, and it's a local DC radio show. And I think the reason I like Tony Kornheiser so much is it's a sports, it's nominally a sports show, mm-hmm. but he has people around him in a round table format, and he'll do politics, law stuff, things in the news. Yeah. Okay. So it starts with sports. Every day starts with sports, but then he'll have like movie critics on. Yeah. And it's really just like kind of the lifestyle section of the newspaper. And he's like, Tony Cornell has written for the Washington Post for like 30 years mm-hmm. and he's on ESPN every day. I'm part of the interruption. Yeah. So I used to watch him there and then all of a sudden I found this radio show that had this like whole community with its own language and I even went to the show in DC and I yeah. watched them tape it at his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, and like I know the producer now but I, I'm like a part of, like I'm a fan. So, oh, yeah. and the, the co- cool thing about the show and I think now with like, with politics and all that stuff is they talk about all the things that are going on in the world, but in a level-headed way. Okay. okay. It's not people screaming at each other. It's not... And it's all kind of surrounding this one guy, Tony, who's a neurotic, older Jewish guy that, you know, makes me feel like I'm at home. So I <laughs> yeah. I, I do it... And it's a daily podcast. I listen to it That's every so day. It's so intense. It's, yeah. Wow. It's not... It's Is less it intense. Hour? It's an hour and 10, hour and 15. <sighs> wow. I listen every day. And it's... um. It's more like a radio show than it is a podcast. Okay. So, yeah. you know, he'll do the opening, then mm-hmm. he'll have guest one, then he'll do the news, then guest two, yeah. and then emails and they're done. So yeah. I, I, and I met him last week. We did our live show in DC and I, I remember moments of my life that were spent hearing him say certain things. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I go, you won't, I know, I, and knowing that, and you guys probably get this, where people come up to you and go, Oh, you said this one thing and I loved it so much and you get yeah. a little weird. Yeah. And I I go, I know how you're going to feel about this cuz I have it happen to me a lot. But I remember he gave this whole speech and I said to him and he he seemed to like mm-hmm. that I was as interested as I was. So that's a show that I listen to and I I care about. So Okay. Yeah. Grace, did you read anything this week? Yes. Um, I'm still reading My Brilliant Friend by Elena Ferrante, and I can't recommend it enough. It's just so beautifully written. It's just about these two girls growing up, and it's I guess it goes into like five books, I want to say, about their oh, wow. whole lives. And it's not even really about anything. It's just so well written that I can't put it down. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good 
Yeah. Oh. Good plug. I'm like looking up words because I, I'm trying to improve my vocabulary a little bit. So yeah. That's like a good book too. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, oh, I meant to bring you the book that I read because I loved it so much. Like, I think it's in favorite book territory. Ooh. Ooh. So I read um, this book called Rules of Civility by Amor Tolls. Oh, and he's yeah. the same guy who wrote A Gentleman in Moscow. Yeah. And this was actually his first book before it. And it's historical fiction uh, during the Great Depression in New York City. Um, about a woman who's in her early 20s and kind of gets involved. Uh, She's working at, like, a society magazine, so she's, like, super poor but is pretending to be part of society. Oh, okay. Gets kind of involved with all of these characters. It was so so good. I'll bring it for you next time I see you, but I loved it. Okay, cool. You know what my least favorite thing is in the world? Sure. That's a great recommendation. (laughs) When people go on Facebook looking for book recommendations. That's what our whole podcast is about. Yeah, so don't join our Facebook group. You would it's just it. everyone announcing, give me a book. It always feels like someone just wants to let everyone know they read. Does anyone read like me? <laughs> I'm a reader, and I need more books. I'm just out of books. I read so much. Tell and those it's people like, to join our Facebook I want book reports, group. bitch. I want to hear that you fucking read these books. Um, no, I earnestly, those are our people. That's how no, I, 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 yeah, I, I just defended. Just, you can follow me on Instagram at Jared Freed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing. I love you guys. Well, so you might have shot yourself in the foot, but we we do what we call Desperation Minute. Okay. Which is usually in the middle of the podcast where we beg for reviews. Mm-hmm. But we missed it because we were like too engrossed in this. That's but okay. You earned your own, your desperation, own desperation, desperation Minute. Oh, I did? So mm-hmm. tell everyone... What they should do, Listen, where they should follow you. I need you guys so badly. Okay, <laughs> I gave you, I gave you a four minute speech about how all I want to do is just to live off of being a comedian, and that's all I wanted. I didn't even ask for more. I didn't even ask for more. I didn't ask for seconds. I wasn't Oliver Twist. More. Listen, all I want is for you to follow me on Instagram at Jared Freed and check out the You Up podcast. I think that's a good entree into me. You listen to J Train, yeah. which I appreciate. I know yeah. some people are like, I cannot get into J Train. <laughs> I, I don't know. Who, I, I think they're similar but different. They're similar, but it's usually you and another guy. So it's yeah. more, and it's usually a comedian. So if you like comedy, yeah. you'll be introduced to a lot of really cool comedians. Totally. So, but I mean, at Jared Fried on Instagram and the You Up podcast every Wednesday, which I love doing and I love that people enjoy it. So. Yes. Thank you so much for coming and doing this with us. Should we do our desperation minute and then we'll wrap up? Yeah, you guys just follow us on Instagram. Leave us a review. We love you. This was a long episode, but this was so much fun. I had a great time. I have to use the bathroom. (laughs) Jared's running away to the bathroom now. Yeah, he's tired of us. Uh, We will see you next week. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.